I got it on the wrong thing. Let's start it over. Oh, bitch. I gotta go back. I gotta change it to this one, this input. And then that's the right input. Another and then we're turn go. and going to fork stuck in the <laughs> road. It was awful, bloody film. I see, it's just ridiculous. Premise, uh, oh, what would happen if your mobile phone killed you? Why would a mobile phone kill anyone? It doesn't make sense. How can a mobile phone have an agenda and kill people? I told her that when she read the script. Yeah, you were the voice of reason, mate. I like, tried to be, but she didn't listen. What? Going around killing you know, people on a mobile phone, like doing murders. Why couldn't you just take the battery out of the phone? Right, that's it, the battle's over. <laughs> yeah, we've won. I hated it. Well, it's not for everyone, but it... it, it... No, it's ridiculous. Here's my favorite scene. Bring, bring. Hello. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it could never happen. No, it could never happen. It's a metaphor for addiction to technology. For society, for how we're reliant on technology. I get it. I'm with you. It's a metaphor for a crap movie. Well, in honor of Countdown, the oh. blockbuster hit that everyone's raving about oh, in theaters Are they now. Raving? Are people uh, raving? Different kind of rave. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 I didn't get the. Oh invite. no no no! I, I, that's a G. Raging. Oh raging, raging. Oh technology, but I still love technology. Take my eyes, but not the shirt. Not as yeah. much as you, you see. Um, we watched a movie about technology today. We did. <laughs> it's about our <laughs> reliance on technology, and uh, uh, it's called uh, Skynet Two. Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. I think. Uh, uh, Terminator Six, without the Six, Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Ter- Terminator colon Dark Fate. Yes, just saw it. Yes. We just got hey, back. Hey, welcome everybody to hey. our Sweet Sixteen yeah. podcast. Yeah. We should say, and we just saw Terminator. Can it be a savory sixteen? Our savory sixteen. I like, I like that. It. Starting something new. All right, cool. I like it. <laughs> just what we need something new for white dudes in the, in the world today well you're doing whole 30 so uh yeah that's true <laughs> oh god it is brutal i'm drinking water now instead of alcohol yeah i cried um, watching you eat lunch so apologies <laughs> that was actually pretty good pretty good tinder greens shout out thank you uh that's a perfect plug for one of our sponsors tinder greens please check them out jesus they love us we love them are we are we in trouble they might do we need to censor i don't know um, so we saw Terminator 6. We are big Terminator yeah. fans. We have not liked a Terminator movie since T2. Um, that's fair. Let's come back to see. Or Yeah, let's come back to that. Okay. But I sent, we just got out. We went to lunch. Didn't yeah. talk about it. Didn't talk about it got at all. Got in the car. Didn't talk about it. Not one bit. Got here. Set up. Yeah. Didn't talk about it. Yep. What did you think? I hated it. No, just kidding. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too. Um, uh, it, is, um, it is not on the same level as uh, the first and the second Terminator. That's the only thing that you can say is that but those are James Cameron movies yeah. and yeah. he's an amazing director and he directs people pretty darn well and uh, this but it's is much, not, much better. This is not a James Cameron movie even yeah. though he produced it. But and, it the, and contributed to the script? Or was that just because they based it on his characters? He's, his name's on the screenplay. I, 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 I don't, don't know. know if that's that's uh, a really good question. Um, I didn't look too much into that. I know that there were some articles in the last few days about how the editing of this movie was a giant cluster of, mm, of okay. fighting and stuff. Right. Um, I thought it was pretty well edited. Yeah, I thought it was um, But uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And I think it's, yeah. it's probably the best non-James Cameron for uh, sure. Terminator. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it was, the, it was, it was no... Uh, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody on editing, but I thought it was, you know, better than your average. <laughs> term, term no, it, it was. And the only, 
worry I had going into it because I knew that I needed to have low expectations was that a lot of the CG looked not great. Um, yeah, and that that's true. that and I gave it the benefit of the doubt going into it. Eh, maybe they fixed it. Maybe they cleaned it up. Maybe the trailers were just a little early. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, some of the CG is not great. I, I don't know why they couldn't quite get there. I guess it's because it's Paramount. A couple um, of the jumping people looked pretty, yeah, real bad. Pretty yeah, shitty. but uh, but in the service of the story, in the moment that you have those moments of bad CG, it yeah. didn't bother me because yeah. I kind of liked what was happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, I liked everybody and, uh, I don't know. You know, what's interesting. It was a real callback, obviously intentionally to the first two. And yeah. The John Connor, yeah. Sarah Connor story. A lot of that. But Connor at the stuff. same time, it really, uh, sort of held on to it, embraced the kind of enhanced human thing that we saw starting with the McG Terminator, <laughs> the fourth one where they, they, take a person who has dedicated his body to science and they put the yeah. machine inside him. Yeah. You remember yeah. that one? Sam Worthington, I think, with Christian Bale. I which ended I, up being very I'm forgettable. I'm sure that I even watched the whole thing. Wasn't I can't good. picture the rest of it. I remember some beats. Anyways. Yeah. Anton um, Yelchin was in it. I uh, enjoyed when it came out, Terminator 3, even though there's so much bad about that movie. Yeah. What it has going for it is that it's, there's not much CG. It's a lot of cool practical stuff. Yeah. Um. You still had Arnold when he was still kind of young enough to play Free governor. Right? Him. Free yeah. Governor. Um. You got Claire Danes, even though she had a stupid role in it. Right. Um, Claire Danes. She's good. You know. <laughs> Claire. Uh, Claire Danes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know who uh, else had something to do with uh, Romeo and Juliet? William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> For our diehard so, listeners, you'll get yeah. it. You'll get it. Well, yeah, I um, the but, toughest but that thing, one is bad, and the fact that they recast John Connor with someone that just was the total opposite of Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong yeah. was yeah. an interesting, uh, decade-specific kind of like punk kid, right? That you really liked, despite everything, and he. Uh, I don't know. He looked a certain way and he acted a certain way and he carried himself a certain way. And then they recast him only a few years later. It's like this guy yeah. that didn't look or feel like him at all. And they didn't, they didn't even try to make it the same character. Right. I can understand needing right. to recast Edward Furlong, but it, that's, that's, that sucks. That's one of the weird, that's why that movie didn't work. Honestly, man, that's one of the toughest things I think with this series is, Oh, it, uh, that's like, pizza's that's like ready. three seasons or three episodes in a row. <laughs> no, it's uh without the do not disturb. Sorry, it, listeners, you it, did not just get a text. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, okay, go on. Sorry. What, what's funny is, uh, or what's hard to do is, um, you know, the whole idea of the person who's normal and an everyman or an every woman like Sarah Connor. Yeah, and then but she's got something in her that's going to mm -hmm. get awoken in this extreme, you know, this extreme situation. Yeah, it's going to cause them to be a leader, and it's easier to do, I think, with like, oh yeah, you're gonna your baby is going to lead the world because then obviously they'll toughen up, but you don't really have to see the transition and buy it that, Oh yeah, this is a person who could lead the resistance for the world. And that's the tougher thing to me with everything from like John Connor's alive on, mm -hmm. no matter who was playing him. Right. Even if he was a kid, right, right. the same issue with showing like Anakin Skywalker when he's a kid and everybody's mm -hmm. like, he's not badass enough, you know, like yeah. you're always going to have that problem of like, cause you're not going to see it the whole way through. And I thought that too, it was not, it's not a big complaint, but they were obviously trying to give you those moments in this one mm -hmm. where the female lead 
who's going to be kind of the new Sarah Connor, for lack of a better right. explanation. That's what all these movies are. It's yeah. just passing the torch to a younger person in, this in case version. it's popular enough yeah. to yeah. sustain a franchise. But you definitely saw them going for it. But, I mean, it felt a little bit, you know, on the nose. But how else are you going to do it? So, yeah, totally. Um, an enjoyable, fun action uh, it was were a fun flick. Really, really fun. Yeah, action set pieces. And uh, the two things, that stu- a couple of things that stood out for me is that I was really worried that um, Lynn Hamilton would not be good because yeah. we haven't seen her in anything in so long. Yeah. She's fucking great. She's always awesome. Like, yeah. no, she was great in it. And I think she stood out. Arnold wasn't even that good. Well, you know, he my, had his moments. Dude, my biggest issue with this in terms of acting in, was. All right, so wait a minute. I was what's like, this, Arnold is an old backstory? robot now. Like, and my thought was always, why is he a robot well, aging? Let's, let's not give but, it away. But did you like that yeah, story? That's what I was going to say yeah. without getting specific. Yeah, yeah. That was the biggest surprise to me. Is that like they went into it, and I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, like, I, dig like, it. I, I dig I'm it. actually into this, and I buy it. So that was all good to me. I did have one uh, big thing I kind of wanted to point out and question that does tie into. Arnold's story and the way things go with him. And I'm just wondering, would his uh, story have been any better to you had he been named uh, Data instead of Carl? <laughs> Why <laughs> would you ask me the, that? Shout out to all the Trekkies. <laughs> you know, as a, as a machine. I think character. he should have been called B4. What? <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up from us. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Check it out. Tim Miller, I think, is a good action director. And uh, some of the, even though there's not much comedy in this movie, the comedic timing when it is there is on point. Um, Definitely laughed pretty hard at a couple of parts. A couple (laughs) moments, yeah. But it's not a comedy. I mean, as fans, you're going to laugh. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, So, anyways, um, what else did you see this week? Uh, this week, the, probably my favorite thing that I saw yeah. was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, which you saw as well. I did. Um, so my girlfriend and I got to that one and, you know, kind of knew from the, from the trailer, it was going to be a little offbeat and, and what it was going to be. But man, I just, from start to finish, just dug it. I did, The tone was just right to me and I thought the kid was great and, and the other kids in it were, were really kids good. Are great. Sam Rockwell is always awesome. I really but enjoyed man, him. man, he was fucking great for the couple scenes he was in. Um, Scarlett Johansson was great. The, the, I mean, you're right. The performances carry it so much and the story is good. It's really good. And the direction's good. The production design's great. Um, I, yeah, there's very little that I can say, uh, not super positively about the movie. Um, I think that it takes, a Turn from comedy to drama. Oh yeah, uh, without yeah. giving anything away. And uh, did that work for you? You think it yeah. totally did? I kept yeah. thinking about it's a different movie. In no way is it this movie, but um, it reminded me a little bit of like um, uh, Life is Beautiful in how dark it would get, but also how much cool. comedy. Really? Are you talking about the Roberto Benigni, the, the, the Italian uh, one, the uh, festival in Vegas? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, I've never seen Life is Beautiful. No, really. Yeah, no, I don't know it. Holy shit. I'm not I'm not smart. Oh man. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, it was it was that kind of tone. Well, if you like Jojo Rabbit, yeah. It was that kind of tone. Now obviously you gotta deal with subtitles. But um <laughs> but you've seen a lot of foreign Hard films. Pass. Yeah. Um, Hard pass from me. Hard pass. By the way, I don't want to digress too far, but yeah. on the subject of subtitles, yes. Why are all subtitles in every movie and television show not white lettering with black outline? It will show up on anything. 
Um, white lettering with black border. As opposed to white on Anything whatever. Made it yellow, whatever they try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's good and sometimes you can't see it because of what the, the you know, picture is. I don't know. It. I think, I think uh, I that's a good question. I think someone uh, that knows a lot about it would probably say that some movies. They wouldn't say shit. I, th- I think, here's my guess, is that this is, I think this is on, okay. My guess is that some <laughs> filmmakers are in control over that. The uh-huh. movie, the the foreign language to us in a movie is sometimes kind of objectively, uh, needs to be controlled objectively and sometimes subjectively depending on what the market of the movie is and what countries it's going to be in and so on and so forth. And I think that sometimes it plays so much into the movie mm-hmm. that that foreign language will be foreign to a huge majority that there's probably a lot of focus put on that. Let's make sure the titles are where they need to be. And and even though this is a totally weird example, I think about how stylized the subtitles are in the John Wick movies for that reason. Yeah. It's yeah. a part of the story. Well, they are physically placed in different places on the screen and they all have a different. That's aesthetic. a little different than what I'm talking about, though. No, what I'm I know. talking about is like a standard. Well, of- what I guess I'm saying is there's a difference between it being part of the story and necessary for the story and the alternative of like, okay, we made a movie. Now right. send it to this other yeah. company for them to superimpose the titles and they don't even know. But that's what, what I'm fuck. talking yeah. about, right? The imports and exports where it's like yeah. we have to put dialogue in. Right. I just don't get why that's not just kind of the go-to, I guess. Because no matter what's on the screen, then you can read it. Now, I understand, yeah. that, of course, yeah. putting up titles and if you're doing even like the original Hulk movie. Or you're not going to like Sin this, City. but I'm going to say because it would look bad. That's that's what? well it, subtitles it would, always look it bad. would it's it would serve its functional purpose that's what i'm from looking a for stylistic standpoint i think it would look bad but what i'm saying is like the subtitles aren't stylistic anyway the stylized but they're they like could shitty be. they could <laughs> hey well we can get it look we can get into a whole nother area i'm just talking about for what we have now right, where right. they're putting up the writing right all that other stuff excluded yeah it's like hey man there's something that works that you can always read why are we not using it but jojo rabbit <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Really too. good film. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. need the subtitles. And uh, I just thought so just fun to watch. He captured the tone so well. So fun to watch. For that comedy and drama, like yep. you said, the drama. Yep. But also, it's a very human movie, man, because you can't take a more sort of despicable ideology, right. right? And project it on screen, but make people realize, oh, there's human beings that get caught up in this. And I know it centers on a kid, so that makes mm-hmm. it a little easier, but who just adores the Nazi party and Hitler. They're his superheroes right, for, for, right. for the culture he's growing up in and kind of coming to terms with that and realizing what it is along the way as much as he can as an adolescent kid. Um, I thought it was really beautiful. Highly recommend it. It shouldn't um, work and it does. It, yeah, that's that's definitely fair. Um, so I saw Gemini Man and we were talking about this. Yes. Really. You haven't yet, but I just want to I just want to <laughs> pitch it real quick because I had Please, so many it. thoughts yeah. about it and I saw it in... I think we talked about this last time because I don't think I had seen we did, it. We yet. talked about frame rate. Yeah, that the very few theaters are playing it in the the full 120 frames per second. A lot of them are playing right. in high frame rate, 60 frames per second, which is still more than 24. But I saw it in 3D 120 frames per second, which is the <laughs> maximum. That's what they shot it at. You ever done cocaine, Kelly? <laughs> Was anyway, it, was any, it like that? Anyways, um, <laughs> felt like Superman. High, I high frame rate uh, <laughs> in this situation 
led me on a fun adventure. Like it didn't, <laughs> it, it to me, it, it was really fun. Um, I okay. highly recommend it because the story is not great. The dialogue's not great, but, but they're also just kind of middle of the road in terms of action. The, the, uh, rest of the cast is pretty boring. Um, meaning there's no, there's no real like standouts, right? But Will Smith does a really good job. He's really, uh, charismatic and there's a lot of really great physical stunts and action, practical stuff. Cool. Um, it's beautifully shot. I think with the high frame rate, something we've really never seen before. There are only like three movies or wait, how many hobbits were there? Three? <laughs> there three. So unfortunately four, there were three. There's four movies ever before this that have done yeah. anything other than 20 frames and per second. Three of them were hobbits. And three of them were hobbits. And I forget what the other Haven one was. The way. It was, it was a, a trail. Some, some old movie that wasn't even that different. It was like they did 20 frames per second instead of 24 or oh, something weird yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I forget what the story is. Crazy but the point is um, 120 frames per second will melt your mind. And if you uh, aren't used to seeing high frame rate stuff, it might be off-putting. But um, I don't anybody, know. Anybody check throw it up in the theater you were in? No, no. It's great. <laughs> uh, the practical effects are really, really good. Um, I was worried looking at the trailers that they weren't going to like it, it felt like they were on a bunch of sound stages. That's yeah. how the trailers felt to me. Yeah. And that is not at all what it feels like. They are all over the world and it's it's actually a okay. very international movie. Um, everything cool. in the trailers to me looked kind of fake it, so. because of the high frame. I'm telling you right, it's because right, right, of right. the high frame rate. You don't, yeah. you, until it. you're watching the whole movie, do you go, Oh wow, this is really amazing. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to take your word. Highly for recommend. It try to check it out. Um, so I also saw Parasite. Did you see Parasite? I haven't yet? seen Parasite, but I, don't I know, know that, that I can really, I don't know that I can really talk about it w- until you see it. So I want, I, did I, it earn its 99% rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Um, I didn't even see uh, Okja. Oh, uh, that was okay. Okay, it was fine because I haven't. I haven't seen um, this is really, really a masterpiece, right and on. Um, most of it takes place in a house. You know, just kind of like okay. Snowpiercer was on a train. This was it as good as the movie House that we saw at midnight at the uh, House Suit? Newark Theater? Um, <laughs> check out Parasite, man! It's okay. great. And I'll I check was it out. reading an article this morning about how they built the house for the movie. Oh. When you see the movie, you will not be able to tell that it's not a real house. Like wow. it's a set and it was not even an architect that came in. It was the production designer that was like, this is what we want the house to be. Wow. So pretty amazing. Well, what um, frame rate did they shoot the house at? Probably 24. Hey, um, did Parasite have subtitles? Uh, yes, it's subtitled all throughout. It is Korean. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Get ready. Um, you also and they saw are zom- white on white. <laughs> you would, God damn it. You also saw Zombieland 2, and I saw Zombieland 2. I did. And I dug it, man. It was I fun. enjoyed it. It was uh, entertaining. Exactly what I thought it would be. I talked to our friend Christina about it, and they hated it. And I was what? like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Christina. I love you. But Did they uh, like the first one? That's what I asked. That's what I said. Because they're, I mean, you know, there's a certain thing that's like, okay, I like this kind of movie. Yeah. Then you'll like that movie. It's not reinventing the wheel, but like right. those movies are fun. They're funny. I don't know. That's, Christina, call and tell of... us how shitty we are for saying that. But yeah. that's, the, it. I I felt like if you liked the first one, you'll like the second one. If you thought the first one was just ho-hum and dumb. Yeah, right. Then, but I mean, there are there are some bits that are a little corny in this one, but the first right. one had that too. Yeah, I don't same know. thing. Je- Jess had never seen. We went to see Zombieland too, and that made me um, talk about Shaun of the Dead. Oh, right. And she had never seen that, so we watched that. Nice. And I introduced her to that one, which Did I she think like it. Masterpiece of comedy. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it was, 
It's a blast. Has she not so. seen many Edgar Wright movies then? Like, has she seen Hot she, Fuzz? She, you know what? I don't think Gotta she's watch seen Hot, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, we started talking yeah. about him, but she's seen Baby Driver. Oh, okay. And yeah, I mean, she know. I think she know. She's seen some of his movies without yeah. knowing. Just call in and tell us. <laughs> if only we had Edgar a connection Wright to you that we, seen. we could ask. Because I don't know when we'll talk. So again. wait, this is very important. Did you watch El Camino? No, I still haven't seen El Camino. Watch El Camino. Yeah. Gotta talk about it. Okay. You know what, man? I know we do, and yeah. I just can't get in the right headspace to watch it. Why? And I will. I just, every time I scroll past it, I'm like, not right now. That's fair. And I don't, you know what I give mean? It, and, and give I, it. And you know I love Breaking Bad. No, I, I think know, it's I one know. of the best that's shows ever saying, made. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's why I can't. Dude, as soon, yeah, as soon as you're in that headspace, just sit down, get comfy, I know, I know. feel like you're just sitting in the Walter White House, you know, just <laughs> right. like. You're in Arizona. You're sitting on a lazy boy. Right, right. You just it's like real well, dude, dark in there. You and Kevin, everybody, yeah, Kevin, yeah. also was like he said, man. He's like, I don't know if I needed a Jesse no, like, no, no, epilogue no. thing, but he's like, but I really, really dug it. Yes, so yes, I'm, I mean, I'm in. I, I would even go as far as saying I love it because, yeah. uh, because it is Vince Gilligan. Uh, this is something I hadn't looked up before, but Vince Gilligan did write and direct it. So okay. it's a singular voice, right, singular vision from the creator of the show. I right. just think it's as perfect of a kind of marriage of all those things as you can get and a perfect okay. send off. Well, um, if it's at the right frame rate, I'll dig it. <laughs> and if not, did you, um, <laughs> did you see anything else this week? Movies or TV wise you want to talk about? I, I, we, we went and saw, speaking of, it's a real technology theme this time. We went and saw Jexy, which actually is probably a better segue for the I actually don't know you. what that is I saw it playing some places yes so Jexy is the movie about the uh, guy who gets a phone and he doesn't he just agrees to whatever the terms of service are and he allows his AI to sort of take over sort of all of his scheduling and his really? life and everything. And the AI really has a personality and really starts to fuck with him and like really? kind of falls in love with him. First is trying to get him to get out there and live his best life and really helps him to kind of turn it around. But then sort of gets jealous if he does well with a girl and wants to be with him. Um, and it's all played comedically. It's supposed to be a comedy. Right. It's the guy from Workaholics. What's his name? Um, the main dude, the short little funny guy. Oh, Adam. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Whatever Adam, Adama. Adam. Uh, yeah, so... Divine, I think. Yeah, it's not anything anybody <laughs> needs to see or has to see. I thought it was funny. That sounds fun. Yeah, we thought it was cool. funny. More technology themes. Um, so. Right on. So that's most everything you saw, right? Those are the big ones. The big ones. Oh, here, here's a here's an old one. I'm yeah, just going to throw it real me. quick because it's so weird. Yep. Um, so on Hulu, we've got a TCM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Probably should have waited to see this at like a midnight screening with like a bunch of people because that's probably the best setting. But right. You've ever heard of, you remember Valley of the Dolls that they talk about Sharon Tate having sure. been in where she's like, I end up with the one in the dirty movies. Yeah, yeah. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's a sequel to that, sort of an unofficial sequel called Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh, cool. Which is just as bad and and kind of softcore porn. Like cool. it's, it goes yeah. in a lot of weird places. But what I didn't realize is I was just kind of late at night, had it on. I was laughing at it. Oh, really? Um, Roger <laughs> Ebert is one of the two screenwriters on it. Cool. It's the only time he ever dipped his toe into like making that. If there's ever like a crowd in a midnight show you can see it in, check out either of those. That's cool. If not, probably not worth your time. But it was, it's something, man. Pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I only know of it by name. And Right. Um, right. Yeah. That's okay. I can't say I'm going to go out of my way. No subtitles. Um, right. Well, let's talk about some news. Um, Robert Forster died since last yeah. time we uh, taped, which uh, is a bummer because he uh, is a big part of El Camino. 
that's not oh, really shit. well because he was a big part of the end of Breaking Bad. Right. So right, we, right. we see him a bit. Um, and uh, he's looking pretty old Ooh. whenever they filmed it, you know, already. But uh, was that his last thing? Was that his last project? I, th- I think know? it must have been. I think it must have been. And he was in, uh, you know, Twin Peaks: The Return a, a couple of years right, ago, which right. I love so much. And he was playing uh, Frank Truman, uh, Harry's brother. Um, okay. Uh, Sheriff Harry S. Truman. That's the sheriff from Twin solid, Peaks. Solid name. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So that's sad. Um, what else is going? Kevin Feige is now the chief creative officer of marvel studios that was like a big promotion which i don't know that that means right. anything he was already the ba- big boss don't mean anything to me yeah but um but star wars is coming up and we should talk about uh Ooh. tickets um the day the moment that they the tickets went on sale i knew that they would go on sale early right because that's just what happens they tell us 5 p.m and at like 4 fucking 50 I was already able to like click it on my phone and I was like, yeah. God damn it. Why can't it just be a time? Isn't hey, it a computer? I don't Jack understand. It's dropping early. Everything's it's dropping ridiculous. Early. So, but the cool thing is I was at Warner brothers working and we had a really, really, really high speed internet. Nice. Coming into our stage. And, uh, I had asked someone on our crew that was doing the internet. I was like, can I get like a hard line just for me <laughs> for getting tickets? <laughs> and, and he was like, that cable right there is uh, for a printer. You could plug into that. And I didn't know nice. what speed it would be. And I plugged it in. It was a gigabit ethernet, which is really fast. Um, right. and I was like, fuck yeah. So I sat down, I told everyone I was working with, I'm like, I, guys, I'm for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, just yeah. work without Leave me, me alone. because I'm not. And, uh, I was lucky I got. It, we're doing the 10 p.m. on the Thursday that it comes out at yep. the Chinese Theater, the main <clears throat> screen at the Chinese Theater, uh, which is an IMAX. Uh, and Ninth Skywalker movie, 10 p.m. I just kept buying them because as soon as I picked seats that I wanted, they were sold out, meaning right. that the right. system wasn't broken. It just people had already clicked them yep. by the time I clicked yep. them. Yep. So that's what I dealt with for a while until I realized I had to just like click less at a time and buy like two tickets at a time. Yeah. And, so yeah. I kind of got into that groove. We got some decent seats. They're not the best, but they're pretty close to the ones that we've had all the other years. Right. Um, so I got 17. Uh, Leanne and their group uh, got, uh, our friend J-Lo, he got uh, 14. So we got 31 wow. <laughs> tickets to yeah, that. We're gonna have, I'm sure we're going to have the biggest group. I think it's like I'm, if it's Price is Right's rule, rules, you know, where the so. biggest group gets on, we're going to have a... They are sitting a little bit a further away from us, but uh, anyway. Can we talk back and forth so, during the movie? Yeah, for Did sure. you guys like that? <laughs> Did you guys like that? Um, uh, you know, anyways. they're doing the uh, the marathon um, uh, screenings where they're doing like the full... They're, they're calling it a 27-hour like full day. Oh, my go God. Ahead, Wait, is that how DJs. much it is? I didn't even do the math. It wouldn't actually take that long, but they're building in all these breaks. Okay, where People can good. go grab some food you and stuff. Do that. Because, yeah, I mean, it's nine movies, roughly two hours a piece, 18 hours, and then let's say three or four of them are two and a half hours, you right. know, which I don't think they actually are. They're shorter than that. But even then, you're really maybe like 20 hours. But um, anyway, well, I guess so, I'll have to fit that into my schedule. Man, it, 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 I'm not doing it. I got to go to work. <laughs> I'm not doing but it. But it is the, not, not, it is the only thing yeah. I would ever consider. You know what I mean? At that level where it's sure. just like, all right, this can be bad for my health and take a full day and I'm fully nerded out. But I've done the Lord of the Rings marathons. I was clocking at about 12 hours when you do all those, uh, which I really enjoy as a nerd. And the Egyptian is bringing that back uh, at the end of November, by the yeah. way. I know you're what a big was, fan. What was the deal of, uh, uh, yeah, like 
the Egyptian used to do a lot of the these arrow. triple. The arrow used to do it, but well, they both did. The American. I mean, I know that we've done indie. Yep. Trilogy, yep. Back to the Future trilogy, maybe. Yeah, both of those were the um, Egyptian. At the Egyptian. Arrow yeah. did Lord of the Rings once a year, every year, and they started doing Harry Potter like two days, like a weekend for like Potterheads, uh, four movies each. And they just stopped. I don't know when the programming switched, but it just stopped. And now this is the first one to bring it back. And I'm actually flying back in that morning from Thanksgiving because I'll be home <laughs> for Thanksgiving. And then and then going with a couple friends. I thought about I thought about inviting you what, after what, our discussion. Well, so, and then I thought, thought, wait, wait, you man, thought about it? But if Kelly goes in and just ruins this, there's is there wait, anything wait, worse? Wait, wait, wait. Do you really think that I would? No, no, not but, sit and of course, at least of course show that I'm. But is there nothing present? worse than watching and really being into something and turning to look at the person eh? and, 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 and getting that face? Well, just don't just don't like, look over at me. <laughs> getting that face of this still sucks to me. Like what day totally is that? Shot. So it is uh, the end of November. Here, I'll give it to you right now. Okay, you can buy your I, tickets. I have my calendar open on the screen here. Um, wait, day after Thanksgiving? No, it is. Oh. Let's see. Hang on, I'll tell you. It is November thirtieth. Oh, look where I am. November thirtieth. Can't go. Sorry, buddy. Oh man, I wish You're you could come because I know you would love it. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> no fear. <laughs> I thought about it, anyway. you, but then I was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> buddy, chance is coming out. It's going to be a blast. Um, uh, it, it is funny because Kevin went to one or two of these with me, and I said, "Hey, man, guess what's back?" And he was just like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I can't do it again. <laughs> Not again. Bro. Not again. Can't do it again." But I'm looking forward to it. It's in a much bigger theater, and it's weird because when they did it at the Arrow, there's a bunch of years where it's pretty full, and then there were a couple years where it wasn't, and they weren't like sequential. It wasn't like because it. people are catching on. What? That the genre <laughs> no, <is> just... <laughs> it wasn't that it got less and less. But um, it was just kind of on and off. So I wonder with the Egyptian, because that holds a lot more people. Yeah. And it's a great theater. Egyptian is like maybe my favorite theater. I just don't like it's, going up there. It's so cool there. in there. Yeah, yeah it's but great in there. Being in Hollywood on that corner is kind of dumb. Yeah, um, Okay, so uh, there's just so much stuff going on. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring um, up Lord of the Rings when yeah. we're talking Star Wars. My bad. <laughs> my bad, everybody. No, it's all good. So yeah, Star Wars coming up in December and uh, and uh, alongside that in like a couple weeks, we got Mandalorian on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. I know. So that's really fun. Um, I have to play catch up on that one. I'm, oh, I, I'm excited. I, it looks awesome. But, yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Uh, you got to subscribe. I just subscribed to Apple Plus and I watched the first, most of the first episode of For All Mankind. How much is, uh, uh, how much is the uh, so service here? Apple, if you don't, they see they're giving it to you with a new device. So if you were planning on like buying uh, a new iPhone yeah, or whatever, well. then that's one thing. But um, if you don't, you can get a year right now for forty nine ninety nine, which oh, is fucking right, cheap. Yeah. So lose forty a month. What? Hulu, no. Hulu is 40 a month. Well, if you buy TV. These are not yeah, TV yeah, yeah. platforms. Right, right, right. So Hulu's not 40 a month. Hulu oh, I gotcha, I TV gotcha. is 40 gotcha. a month. Yeah. Well, we get Hulu TV. Well, then that's where you went You guys wrong. can come to our house, anybody, if you want to watch TV. <laughs> can I have your login, please? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Let's not talk about that on the air. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> Apple Plus, Disney Plus uh, happened in this month. And then there was a big HBO Max unveiling, which the only reason I'm going to talk about this is because I was there. I did... Um, some utility work for that event and it was a huge long event it was two weeks at Warner Brothers 
And it's a huge deal because basically they're trying to phase out HBO by itself and they're uh-huh. starting to develop all of the new HBO shows just for HBO Max. Right. So people are watching it there instead. But it's not just HBO. HBO is part of AT&T, Warner Brothers, and the whole fucking thing. So yeah. they have like a million networks. They got Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. They own now the rights to Rick and Morty. They are the wow. streaming platforms for South Park. They are, um, the, the they obviously own all of DC, all of Bat- right, every Batman right. movie that's ever happened. Um, but other than that, all their stuff is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's they they just have so much stuff. Uh, so it's, uh, oh, and not to mention they own Friends, they own Big Bang, Bang Theory. Wow. These are all the yeah. things that are going to be on that platform. So um, it sounds like I'm trying to sell it, but basically it's just another <laughs> platform. Another of our sponsors. Um, yeah, right. Fuck. <laughs> not at all. Although they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It was fun. It was fun. It was a weird event. Um, and uh, and I saw... Uh, oh, that was what I was going to say. So they announced the new Game of Thrones prequel series yeah. at that event. And they also, right before the event happened, announced that David Benioff and D.B. Weiss... Or Marvel announced that they were... This is... I'm getting ahead of myself. This is Game of Thrones related news that David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are out as the Star Wars right. guys that are going to do right. the next one. Presumably according to them, because of the all their other... No, because of their Netflix... Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I'm sorry, what I'm, I'm getting sorry. at. Yeah, because no, of their Netflix deal. Like, in the press, it was like, no, we have a Netflix... You know, we're spending too much time, and you're like, wow. how can you possibly be working too much on something that came later? This is all bullshit. And working on something too much it's for Star clear, Wars? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's clearly because you guys <laughs> suck. Clearly. Oh. So... Sorry, feels so mean. It is. It's um, real mean. <laughs> it feels so mean. But yeah, um, I. Uh, oh, and well, they Naomi Watts filmed a whole pilot, and they're for not HBO, doing that. And they're not doing that one. They, they announced that that was not happening right before they announced this other series. Yes, was, was. happening. So, and like, by the way, me, I was like, oh, they pulled. The we plug. did two weeks of rehearsals. They didn't like insert what what was actually going to be mentioned uh-huh. until the end. They had a placeholder where they were like, oh wow, no one can know what this is. Okay until the very end. So I don't even think they knew. <laughs> Did Emperor <laughs> Palpatine show up and yeah. <laughs> announce it? Yes. <laughs> Roll it again. Power. Um, anyways, yeah. Well, uh, that's, and the uh, last thing in news, do you know what's going on right now? As like we, we speak, three, it is 3.23 on Saturday. Uh. Um, there is a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood screening, presumably the extended cut with... Quentin and Leo and Brad. No shit. Um, and it was a it was a Sony Pictures sponsored special event at the New Bev. Wow. And it, they posted it last night that at seven a.m. this morning there would be a line for the first hundred or first fifty people to get in. Jeez, I wonder how early people lined and up. That's exactly. So I saw that at like midnight, and I was considering. I'm like, do I wake up at like five a.m. and go <laughs> right. over there? Right. Um. But presumably it's Quentin and Leo and Brad. Uh, hanging out and doing whatever wow, I, I saw him at warner brothers last week which was cool that would be cool i saw leo <laughs> you saw him in uh jamba juice yep i <laughs> that's, that's where you you're reading up. my note yeah, yeah pretty I great got, I, I got my daily jamba juice and he was walking in front God. at john in uh, at warner brothers perfect moment and is there anything and, better than that moment and you i was like jamba juice that's leo he's there. got his hat on he's got his glasses <laughs> on he's got a little bag he got some souvenirs from the gift shop and uh that's great well that's cool that they're doing that um that would be cool to be at. Obviously, we're not there. I'm wondering if they're going to do more of them. I don't know. 
Um, Seems like a big commitment for those those guys. Yeah, you know, I once saw the uh, who was the French uh, chick Melanie Laurent from uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, sure, sure. At uh, an Inglorious Bastards screening there, that's and it cool. It was a midnight one, and what what she wasn't actually out there talking to the crowd. She just, I guess, she was in town and he oh, invited her to come. So yeah. she was like walking down from those stairs that no one really goes up to the mm-hmm. projection area. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was watching from up there. And cool. And just kind of nodded and said, you know, really enjoyed it. She was real nice. But, That's awesome. You know, she was kind of off to the side. I love that theater. So pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, they also dropped the uh, the new Jack Ryan series. Yeah, I didn't um, even know. Which neither of us have watched nope. uh, yet. But I'm a big Jack Ryan fan. I think there's only the only Jack Ryan version that I just don't, didn't like was the Chris Pine one. And really everything else I've enjoyed, right. different variations of it. So I'm interested um, in seeing how this one is. I liked the first season. thought it was very 24-ish. Yeah, I did too. But, um, but I dug it. They're not, again, not Some good, like, wheel, locations but, and uh, yeah. practical uh, action. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. And John Krasinski's awesome. So And this one yeah. also takes place, it's still centered around kind of terrorism. But I think we just sort of, everything post 9-11 is so, like, Middle East, you know? Yeah. This one seems like we're really going to different parts of the mm-hmm. world. And yep. we're exploring different ways that those mm-hmm. kind of things can happen so that's interesting to me i feel like most um i feel like we we messed around a little bit with like the idea of terrorism pre 9-11 and then there was sort of a shift because that was so traumatic and such a big event where the real serious stuff yeah only talks about that and the more fun stuff it never really touches on it like the mission impossibles it's still kind of goofy and yeah you know what i mean like they seriously. don't even really yeah. flirt with that you know yeah, where yeah. we're gonna do a fun version of this they just right. kind of stay away from it completely yeah, that's a good point same thing with james bond so right um anyway. well that's cool uh some trailers we got a full length uh star wars trailer <laughs> I, yeah i texted you uh you know this and is i was weird. like hey man you want to watch it f- on the podcast first reaction I, and you were like no and you were like do you remember what you said? I said I've already watched it twice, and yeah. it, it dropped like 30 <laughs> seconds before. Exactly. This is weird because I really tried to avoid everything with the seventh one, I and I was like, did. I'm going to try to go in fresh, and it was kind of imp- a little bit impossible. Yeah. Um, it's strange to me that you're trying to do that, or you've been trying I was to do that. sort of trying to do that, and I would have at least waited on the full-length track. It didn't, it didn't jump out at me as like, oh, i got to watch it right yeah. this second. Yeah. But- the once you said you watched it, then I watched it, and okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Did, were you like blown away by it? I, the one, like I've told you, the the way to get Patrick on a Star Wars trailer is to play anything in reference to the Star Wars movies <laughs> that Patrick loves, which are the originals, right? And that's why their first trailer, where they really are showing you each movie, sure, right, and starting with the originals and then kind of going to the prequels, um, and that music, you know what I mean, is what works, like. Force Awakens, the 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 best part of that trailer when the music swells and when I get chills is when Harrison Ford is saying it's real. You know what I mean? The, you know, it's he's a good, talking about really like, good moment. Yeah, that's that's how you get me. So this one I, I thought was good. We've we've never done this, but I'm gonna. This is all we're gonna watch it. I think we should watch it, it and do a live reaction yeah. because people do that. Everybody on, like, cue YouTube it up and everything. Cue it up on your computer so you can watch with us. Um, Wait, let me say one thing. Yeah, go ahead. The biggest moment in. Well, no, we'll talk about it. After. <laughs> Let's watch it. Okay, hitting play. Uh, and making full screen. <laughs> it's an instinct. Feeling. The force brought us together. 
cool forest planet stuff. We're not alone. <laughs> Good people will fight if we leave them. Rose, everybody's favorite. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. I like how he puts his yeah saber cool. behind no him. Way to hold it. Have I That's cool. Star Destroyer coming out of the ice. Oh, it's a lot of ships. Is your undoing? Okay. <laughs> what uh? What are you doing there, three PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Uh, no, I'm such a nerd. That gets me. See, here's where it is. Just give that's, me the music. That's, that's give me cool. the music with the horns. Yeah. The destiny of a Jedi. That's cool. <laughs> Your destiny. Bring it back, Lando. Uh, I don't know about Horses? that. Horses? I don't sure know about that. that. That's the moment. That's cool. <laughs> the force will be with you. Always. Oh, Carrie Fisher. This is just too tied in to my uh, childhood and my emotions for me to be objective at all. Because I'm telling you, yeah. man, the music, I like, I, I feel like I'm going to cry. It's yeah. ridiculous. So the moment I was saying, that was just a lot of us saying, cool, cool, yeah, cool, I'm that's sure. fine. But uh, the moment <laughs> for me was when they're in the throne room from Return of the Jedi that's yeah. on the Death Star. And it's, it's obviously all up. falling apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crashed into a planet. I guess. Very cool. So that was what I was going to tell you before. But the glass like, didn't like break. Moment. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> no, there was a transparent, transparent aluminum. aluminum? You really think it was made out of glass? Trek fans will understand. With all the stresses of oh interstellar God. travel. Dude, speaking of... Uh, think this is glass? <laughs> speaking of Blinket and things like that, did you see the face swap George Lucas watching the trailer and responding no. to it? <laughs> it's <laughs> no. just a guy doing the voice, but oh, they okay. put his face on it. That's good. Oh, my God. And he's just shitting on it the whole time and kind of <laughs> laughing about being done with it. Really, you should check it out. That's, That's the funny. best thing I've seen since last time, the That's George funny. Lucas face swap trailer re reaction i'll check right. it out um i don't know yeah the uh, overall the trailer's good uh i think it's playing with it not giving away like any story yeah so it yeah. is tough because it doesn't it doesn't feel to me satisfying yeah of a trailer it feels like a collection of imagery which is all they've ever been i guess yeah I, I, they know you're going. I don't know. It, the most pre-ticket ticket sales ever, they toppled Marvel yeah. in a minute. Yeah, oh, like yeah, the, they destroyed. So they know you're going, uh, so why not game. not tell you, I guess. we All we really know is Ray and Kylo are coming together in a way. They're meeting a Some, climactic something, clash. Yeah. That, the only two imager, the bits of imagery in that trailer that worry me are the them fighting on the thing in the ocean is way too reminiscent of, you know, Revenge of the Sith the fighting on the lava. Right. The and, lava river. Yeah. And the uh, like heavy CGI battle in something that's floating. I don't know. It well, just, we know how it'll end. We know that they will do incredible acrobatics over a hundred ah! feet 
uh, crevices and they'll, and they'll leap up the walls. But I then am. when somebody gets on a hill four and a half feet above you, Can't move. it will be, the battle will be over, bro. Yeah, Cause yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no force jumping over that shit. Right. I have the high ground. We got tired of writing and the runtime's too long. So, um, got to end somewhere. Yeah. Um, is. that, and then maybe the horses at the end, although they're not, they're not that different from like tauntauns or whatever. So I guess, or the, or the, but banth- aren't, banthos? They, aren't they running Those on, are like elephants. it looked like they were running like on a ship, like they were outside little, yeah, on a ship running. It's that's a little different. bizarre. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I was probably oh. the ruins of a ship. And that's what, yes. that's the note I wrote here is that like, you show me ruins. ruins. I am good. That is not just Star Wars. Any <laughs> fucking movie that has ruins. No, no, no. You don't even That's understand. Why we're Indiana Jones fans. Uh, ob- Oblivion, Empire State wow. Building, fucking done. Ruins. The coolest thing I've ever seen. Ruins. Uh, what's another one? Uh, 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 end of one. End of Planet of the Apes. The only- oh, done. Yeah. yeah, come on. The greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Blew my any ruins. I am. I am Legend. Ruins. Exactly. The ruins. first hour of I Am Legend. Ruins. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Hashtag ruins. It ruins me. Don't, don't add us. We love ruins. I love ruins. You should do shirts. We love ruins. But do it in the in the UCLA uh, like font and color and everything. <laughs> but just take the B away. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <clears throat> Anyways. Oh yeah. Uh, love it. There was also a full trailer for Bombshell. Did you watch that yet? No. Check that out. Uh, it's becoming one of my. Let's watch it most... live. Let's watch like twenty trailers <laughs> live right now. No, okay. So wait, what is bombshell? We could watch it and edit it out. Do you? Are you? Yeah, we'll watch it after one? this. We'll okay. watch it after this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's great. Bombshell is looking real good. Uh, okay. I, I don't know what that is though. Or yeah, do you I? do. Sure, you do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I That's why I said you do. Yeah, yeah. I know I do. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer, but yeah, I do. The yeah, we had a teaser. And it was right. just like them in the elevator. That's what I've seen. The and full that trailer shit got is, me interested. No, no, no. I know. And that's why the <laughs> great full trailer season. is also as good. Like, okay. It's great. Okay. So Kim Basinger, Margot Robbie. And... <laughs> Kim Basinger? Oh, sorry. Kim Basinger. Try again. <laughs> I meant, you know, I always do this. I said this last time. Did you? Do you remember when we were talking about Batman? I was like, <laughs> I do this. Um, this is fucked up. I mistake man. everyone this, for this Kim Basinger. Make me, no, this is going to make me seem like such a. Just such a dude. Ooh, go but for it. All of the women from Batman <laughs> that were blonde, <laughs> I, I interchanged my mind. Wait, wait, who are they? So, okay, so Kim Basinger, obviously, yep. Nicole Kidman, who, Michelle I was, Pfeiffer. who I was trying to say Nicole, yeah, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Of course, I know. Michelle Pfeiffer, even though she doesn't look like either of them. And then, man, I've done, I've even done it Alicia? with the clueless chick. Yes, Alicia? I've even done it with <laughs> the Alicia clueless chick. Silverstone. I swear to God, I can't, they jumble in my brain. And I don't you love know Batman why. so much. <laughs> it's just because they always brought on a different blonde chick in every Batman when I was a kid before yeah, they got serious. Yeah, he Batman never did. He only dated blondes. And they right? only appeared for one movie. Yeah. And he didn't even date Alicia. She was like a younger niece. Yeah, that was Chris O'Donnell's love interest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That And there was Alfred's <laughs> granddaughter? Actually, yeah. I think it was Alfred's niece. Oh, niece. I don't think she was related niece, niece, to. Niece, niece, Yeah. Yeah, it was Alfred's niece. Yeah. yeah. Nope. We'll rewatch Batman and Robin <laughs> to make sure we get this. Get um, this and nail it. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You okay. saw the Doolittle trailer. I did. It looked real bad. I didn't think so. Just you thought it thought looked it bad looked too. So I'm probably that way. I'm probably wrong. I, I thought it looked so. Real bad. Have you ever seen the original Doctor Doolittle? No. Who was that? Flick. Oh, old sixties. It uh, was um uh, someone. I'm not going to give a name yeah, actor, okay, but yeah. yeah. But this. Okay, so here's what I'll say about it. This trailer looked like a perfect version of that for today. Yeah. Just kind of a magical sort of Disney thing. Now, Justin only seen the 
Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's all I've which seen. Which is totally different. Right. And I'm not saying it'll be good. I'm just saying the trailer to me rung so true of that. Supposedly they that when I was a kid. put a fuckload of money into do that. Like well, it's a, like it's a $200 million oh, movie or something. All right. Like, so it'll so not do. I don't know. Do yeah. I, I can't imagine that it'll do that. Well, Recoup. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Irishman is in theaters now. Uh, okay. I just don't have any time to see it, but I would, I would love to see it in theaters. It doesn't hit Netflix until November, I think 26th. So it's a few weeks from now. I want to be Scorsese really. For sure. Uh, I'm excited to see it, even though I wasn't excited for the trailer, just because I want it to be over with. Yeah, I want to have seen it so that I can have an opinion and move on with my life. Um, right on. I also watched today a trailer for Lady and the Tramp. Did you know that they made a live action? Yeah, and Lady I and actually Tramp? saw, I don't know if I saw the trailer, or just a clip. Um, I mean, this is not a surprise, right? This is what Disney's doing now, yep. bringing all of them. So it's not a surprise, but it, it's a surprise in that I was like, oh, they did this. <laughs> You know, it's not going to be in theaters. It's going to Disney Plus. Oh, okay. They made it. I don't think I realized that. It's it's what we used to call straight to DVD or straight, yes. to, straight to, to, video. to video. Straight to video. Straight to video. Would have been the phrase. All the Mary Kate and Ashley classics. Yeah. Straight to video. And like one hundred and two and a half Dalmatians, or I don't know what they were. But <laughs> well, what they actually <laughs> did, did was they did sequels for all of the Disney ones that we love, right? Like Aladdin two, Lion King two. So, right. You know what I mean? They did those for they every one. To... You just don't know about them. Oh, that, that's what it was. Free. There was wasn't there a Lion King with a half. I think it was like and a half. I think there were a couple of. I don't know how you have a half a lion. I think, I think there were. A oh, it can be done. That sounds gross. Uh, have you ever heard of a liger? <laughs> a liger. So, another Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> shout out. Um, uh, Knives Out is one of the ones I'm most fuck, excited about seeing. Yes. Soon. Um, just think that's going to be a fun. I like Ryan Johnson. You know, ten little Indians type of situation. That's awesome. So. Um, ooh, ooh. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading so, your notes. Let's do that. So my, I don't know where we're at with things, but I'm just scrolling through my notes. So um, my cousin, Corey, again with Corey. Our he, favorite. He is one of our listeners. And he uh, texted me recently, and I didn't even understand what the hell he was asking. But uh, I mentioned on the last podcast that, uh, or one of the last ones, that I didn't like the experience of seeing movies in a lot of other cities, most other cities. Right. And that I really only liked it in LA and uh, I was in Austin recently and seeing it there, it's a great scene. And he literally was like, I don't know what that means. How can, I, I don't know, he he understands sort of, but he, I think was genuinely, genuine, genuinely asking me what the hell I meant. Right. And... Uh, I don't know. Here's my answer, Corey. Um, oh, he also, okay. So this is a genuine question to you. He asked me about projection dimming. Now me as someone who works in live video <laughs> production, right. um, meaning live event and video, uh, I literally didn't know what he was talking about. And he was saying that the big theater chains are currently dealing with lawsuits of this, uh, accusation of projection dimming where they're reducing the brightness of their projection so much that it's making the movies look way shittier uh oh. presumably i guess to save energy wow um really? from my mind that's uh, such a sort of knowing projectors that's such a small amount yeah i, I don't know how that could really Why but maybe but they probably have someone in a room somewhere going okay well if we reduce it by 30 percent, yeah. you know by, uh, take one olive times. off every salad and we make it yeah, yeah. Dollars. but the reality is i had never heard of that have you heard of that i had never heard of that um I, but i mean uh, it could be 
It could be possible. Yeah. I, um, yeah. You know, nothing really surprised me anymore. They're making a fucking Lady in the Tramp movie straight down. <laughs> That's something totally different. Um, Well, my, my take on that, I don't know what the reality is of that story, but the, the point there is that every movie, every screen you go see a movie theater in the projector for that screen is probably a different model and year. And the lamp has a certain amount of hours on it and so on and so forth. There's a million things that lead to how bright a movie is. Right. Um, there's obviously should be standards. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I, uh, the point being, in the theaters that we go to, like we just came from Century City, which is like kind of a flagship AMC. Yeah, yeah. I don't generally like the chains, but they do have AMC A lists, so we see a lot of right, movies there. Right, right. Um, places like Landmark in LA and ArcLight uh-huh. in LA, both of which have multiple locations. Uh, Landmark is kind of the flagship, though. Yeah, Landmark. I think, I think so. And then, um, meaning like if you go to a Landmark theater in like uh, Michigan, it is uh, a garbage heap. Wow. Uh, the Landmark here is the landmark it's their flagship and it's fucking amazing the quality standards for projection and sound and customer service they all have ushers they explain to you what movie you're seeing what the exact runtime is how to with the validate parking how long yeah exactly um they help you to your seats like you know that the whole experience is very good um a lot of them do have some kind of food or alcohol service some of them don't but uh the point is i think the overall vibe of seeing movies in LA is just like yeah. super high quality relative to other places. It's like as, as, I, I as high as, it you know, gets. I agree with yes. this. Yeah. I mean, I've lived in gold. So therefore my quality standards and expectations are super well, fucking high. As somebody who doesn't know as much as you on this, let me just ask you if, yeah. if you dimmed a projector, but you ran it at a higher frame rate, <laughs> would they cancel each other? They off? You got it. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, I've seen the matrix. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> quick at all. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I believe that it could be happening, and I completely agree with you that I don't know. Um, other places. I think the biggest problem in, in movie theaters in, uh, in any place is where they get their target for how loud it should be. Yeah. And I deal yeah, with that so much. Uh, we just got out of T2 or T2. <laughs> yep. We just got out of T2 part four. <laughs> <laughs> so we just got out of T3 in um in the Dolby screen <laughs> at uh AMC Century City and the Dolby screen is at least a partnership with the company Dolby who has very high standards for uh video projection uh now with HDR and uh sound. Right. And so the point is I like seeing things there cuz I know what I'm going to get. It's tuned, it is a known quantity. When you go to other shitty theaters elsewhere even in LA, the volume varies so much. I'll yeah. I'll get out my decibel meter on my phone and it'll be like the movie should be probably around like 80, 90 decibels, somewhere in there that's pretty loud. It's right on the edge of being like pretty loud. Right. But it, it is something that we're used to. I've been to movies at uh, Cinemark and Playa Vista, which I always thought was a decent theater, where it was like 55 decibels, which is about the volume of like conversation right. in a room. Right. And... Uh, I've had to go out and be like, it's fucking not loud enough. I can't, I yeah. literally <laughs> am straining to hear. And I also had an instance where it was like 120 decibels, which is on the peak of doing damage to your ears, yeah, like yeah. really quickly. And I ran out and I was like, it's too loud. This You're hurting people. gonna be sued Stop very quickly. People. And I literally ran to tell them that. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, no, this is an emergency. This is so loud. So I don't, there are there are there's so much variety there and i as soon as you leave la as soon as you're in most of america 
Um, you're just dealing with chains. You're dealing with AMC, Regal, right. um, Pacific, whatever the big chains are, and we just don't see as many. Well, and people aren't as passionate in those places about they, they don't these. Care, they really right. aren't. So people will go and just see kind of a substandard type of thing and yeah. don't really care. It's just, just kind of a novelty thing to do. Right. But I will say that I, I do think people all over the place – I feel like the complaint you do hear the most, whatever it is, is generally sound though. And yeah. it could even be the mix. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I think just oh, that's sure, the thing sure. that mo- the most often people are like, yeah, I couldn't hear this or that was too loud. Like more than anything else. I mean, people might not even pick up on the quality not being as good visually, even though you would think they would. That's definitely what I'm saying too, is so, that it's, yeah. it's a bigger issue if that's out. Yeah, for sure. But um, got to go back to silent films. Only anyways, one way to solve this. I don't know, Corey, that's uh, some films. good questions. I hope that sort of answered it. Uh, yeah, Corey, thanks for checking feedback. in with us. And we, I don't know if we gave an answer, but that's what we know. Yeah, I could talk for days about this though. Um, Corey, yeah. <laughs> about Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do next. Uh, um, so I don't know that I have much else other than that I have a hidden gem to get to eventually because I think it's my week, but it might not be my week. I didn't. You know what, back. man? Take it. Okay. <laughs> I'll have one next week. I'm ready. I'm ready one with one, too. but what yeah. do you, what do you think? Do we have anything else to talk about this week? Let's see. I know um, you have your notes too. We so. covered Star Wars going. No, we've already cracked it, crashed through my notes. Um, okay. Right on. I've hit everything that we, we need. And I have to say, I did not put a timer on this episode. I'm, if I had a, if I had a gut feeling, we're at about like 50 minutes, maybe 45, we're under. Oh man. But it's you good for that. me today because I'm in the middle of moving and I also got to go to San Diego in a minute and it's like there's a lot going on. Yeah, so, shout out to your apartment where we watch many movies over the years. Yeah. This apartment has been in our fen- friend circle for like 10 years and uh and I've been here like uh, 8 plus. Um Yeah. This is like the end that last episode of Friends. I don't remember. Where they say goodbye. <laughs> where they I don't say goodbye. Care about but that. you can find an Apple Plus no, at HBO Max <laughs> right. coming in HBO May 2020. Max, correct at a highest at whatever frame rate you want. Um, <laughs> it was a uh, anyway. It was an emotional goodbye to a place. Okay, and uh, yeah, like they moved weird. out of the apartment. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they okay. had to leave. Right, Everybody has to go on with their lives, man. Just well, like in this case, I don't have any stairs, so no pivoting necessary. Oh, yeah, oh, nice, just, ah, nice yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we are we are old. I just spent two <laughs> we weeks at old. Warner Brothers, so I got, oh yeah, okay. I got, well, I got friends, friends. friend stuff coming out of my ears. Have you ever been to their tour area? Yes. It's pretty extravagant. Yep. I didn't realize it's how good. big it was. It's good. So man. they have the like Central Park coffee shop when you walk in. Uh, they they have. The I've real, done the full tour there. They have the real set, but yeah, the coffee, the like the customer coffee shop version of right. it. And right. uh, I walked up to the counter and fucking the Friends song from the Pretenders or whoever that well, I forget what <laughs> yep. that band is. I'll be there for you is playing, and I stopped ordering because I was like, "Is this on loop in this place?" <laughs> to the girl, and yeah. she was like. Oh no. She's like, it plays every now and then, but no, no, no. I was like, I was about to like really (laughs) truly apologize. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, two quick things. Yeah. Uh, One, because you mentioned friends. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I hope I get this right. Um, I think, uh, you know, we just came, got past Halloween. Yeah. Halloween season just ended. Uh, Hocus Pocus, a real favorite with uh, people yeah. around our age. I, I've seen the guy, I've seen it once, but just, I think it. maybe I saw it once. A bunch of people, that really is like a thing. Like, yeah. You know, people who like it really like it. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a part of that movie. I think it's towards the end where they're actually playing in the same park where the fountain is for the opening oh, of Friends. Oh, sure. And I hope I got this right and it's not a different movie because we've watched a couple of things, but I think it's that one. And that was kind of weird. Um, and yeah, then the other I, hung thing, out, I hung out at that park at Warner Brothers. Yeah. It's a, it's a fountain. It's a fountain. You're talking about the opening of Friends? Yeah. yeah. 
It's at Warner Brothers. I thought it was a real park. No, it's a, yeah, well, it's a fountain uh, in front of their uh, streets. Oh, well, maybe they yeah, shot yeah. Hocus Pocus. Maybe that was... I could show you the picture. Same thing. <laughs> maybe. Hocus I don't know. Who knows? Um, so, uh, the other thing I want to mention, have you seen any Letterkenny? Have you uh, no, any of that? you've told me about it, and I just haven't... Uh, okay. Yeah. Or have you? Oh, no. I have another friend that did. Maybe it was Kevin. Was it you, Kevin? I have a... Kevin. I don't remember. Call us now. No, no. On the hotline. Who was it? It might have been Tom. I don't know. Someone, one of my friends. Told well, me about it. dude, it's it's worth checking out, and I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't seen all of them. Um, There's the park on my phone. It's the back, it. okay, and they the back and they literally put sense. out the the couch for the event. So the couch is oh, normally yes, there. Yes, 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 yes. But that's from the back side of it. Okay, there you go. Live and learn. Um, but uh, Letter Kenny, worth checking out. One of the most fun I've heard that. Yeah. shows, dialogue wise, just like. It's a strange show, man, but uh, but definitely worth seeing. So I'm gonna. That's a high recommend from me. Uh, real funny, Copy real that. weird, real bizarre. Its own kind of voice. So check it out. Awesome. Well, let me uh, mention my hidden gem and let's get out of Please here because I just realized we're probably not at 45 minutes. We're like uh, well over an hour because my phone just beeped. So that means it created a new. Thanks file. for sticking with us, guys. Anyways, uh, hidden gem this week is. Uh, have you seen this? No. Okay, so this is an amazing documentary that I recommend to anybody and everybody. Anybody that's uh, creatively minded or uh, design minded or anything like that, but really to anybody. And it's called Helvetica. Um, it's by a documentary filmmaker, Gary Hustwit, and uh, it's from 2007. It's easily in my top few favorite documentaries of all time. Um, and when I was just with, uh, my buddy Kevin up in Northern California, he lives in Berkeley. Um, he's a, uh, designer and a maker and, uh, I don't, don't even know how to describe you, Kevin, but anyways, he does a lot of stuff and, uh, but he's one of those people that really appreciates this. So when we were talking about the podcast, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna say Helvetica. This, uh, documentary is about the font Helvetica. It is about the history of the font and about just how fonts are used in general and typefaces in general. Um, and it's fucking amazing. It's so satisfying. The music is excellent uh, from a band called L1011. And then uh, he had two kind of sequel movies called Objectified, which is about like product design. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the like 60s brawn stuff. And then Urbanized, which is about um, kind of urban, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, civil engineering and things like that. Uh, okay. Really amazing kind of trilogy of them, but Helvetica is the best one and I can't recommend it enough. I'm not sure what it's streaming on, but cool. check out Helvetica. So that's Helvetica. it. That's it. All right. So Hell Satan and Helvetica. Hell Satan. For Hell your, Satan. Uh, Hell Satan is so good. Yeah, actually. Amazing. <laughs> really, really, really amazing. great. But uh, for the documentaries. All right. So check out Helvetica, everybody, and yep. uh, Letter Kenny as well. Yes. You get a chance. Cool. And thanks for listening in and sticking with us for all Bye, everybody. Hours. Enjoy Star Wars.